How's it going, everyone? You're tuning in to the Ed Talk Podcast. Today's Monday, January 19th, 2018. And it's another beautiful day to be alive. Just like it's another beautiful day for me to be here. And today is a wonderful day. Why is it so great of a day? If you don't have the mentality that every day is a great day, then there's something wrong with you. And we need to figure that out, how we're going to change that. Because life is so freaking great. Let's think about this. We're one galaxy of millions and millions of galaxies in this huge universe. And for some reason, you're still here. Wow. That's crazy, right? That's pretty much something we should be excited about. What else should we be excited about? We should be excited about that Black Panther came out the other day. Now, that was a very good movie. Now, that's going to be a movie for the history books. It should be in the history books. In fact, I think Black Panther is a history using different fictional characters to show us and tell us the truth about where we come from. Africa, one of the richest lands in the world. But what we don't realize is that besides the material wealth that our country or that our continent has in it, we have inner worth, right? The weapons of mass destruction that was in the movie is within us. And we have to figure out how we're going to get that out. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about how do you keep on going when everything seems to not be going your way? Now, I should be an expert at this by now because I've always kept it going, even though everything has not been going my way. So therefore, I'm able to talk about this. I may not be able to tell you how to make a million dollars, but I can tell you how to make a million mistakes and keep moving forward. Can I tell you how to do it? Not really. I can just tell you how I do it. And it's basically really this simple. How do you keep going when things keep going wrong? You just recognize that, first of all, you already started this and you got a whole bunch of punches. So why not get to the end of the finish line? That simple. If life is so hard, then what is there to do but then to live and be hard towards everything, you know? And what do I mean by that? When you're tough, and the slang word, hard, I'm hard, right? So it means that I am tough, like a rock. I know some of you have a twisted mind. You're thinking of something else. So you want to be a tough guy towards life. You want to be able to handle the punches that's given to you and keep on moving, right? So when you start working out, this is I see it so much in all different areas. You know, First of all, I see it within self. Then I see it within people I train. It's such an internal battle of simply trying to lose 30 pounds. It's a big internal conflict there. You're like, well, whoa. And the work ethic, you're putting in the work. I mean, I have experience. I've experienced training with a lot of people. I've had many workout journeys under my belt because I go through the journeys with the people. And I recognize that when you're trying to do a change with your body like that, it takes a certain amount of determination. Not everyone will will do this. Not everyone is willing to even step into the arena of exercise because 
A lot of people, ladies and gentlemen, are punks. A lot of people are punks. A lot of people just want to stay in the comfort zone of life. And there's nothing in the comfort zone but no adventure. So let's date back ourselves to prehistoric times. Let's date back ourselves to the cavemen. How did they live? How did they survive in this world? How did they make it through in this world? The cavemen lived because they used what they got. And the reason why we've been able to adapt, human beings are highly adaptable beings. The reason why we're able to adapt is because we've been through stuff all our lives. We've had to do some things that we probably didn't like to do. We had to cross over deserts. We had to go through jungles. We had to face animals. We had to face disease. And we learn how to get tough. We learn how to not give up when it gets rough. But now we don't got any more of that. So how do how does how do we grow? You know, if we're not a hunter and gathering society anymore for us to go out and go hunt for food, so how do we stay like warriors? How can we be warriors if everything is given to us? We live in a get it quick society. Everything is given to us right away. So if you want to go somewhere right now, just pull out your phone and open up your Uber app and you got yourself a driver to come right there to you right there and then. If you want a personal trainer and you're too lazy to jog to the gym, you have a personal trainer to come to you right there and then. If you do not want to go to the store to buy your groceries, guess what? You got yourself delivery dudes to bring them to you. So we live in an instant gratification world. But we're not instant gratified people. We're a lifetime of gracious people. And the only way we show grace towards, you know, life is by growing. And a lot of us don't grow. That's why we feel like, well, what is there to do? You know, a lot of people be like, what's the purpose of life? What's the purpose of life? So I was looking back at my old recent, well, not my recent, but my old Facebook post from 2012. 2011, I think I was about 17, 16 years old, and I realized I had the same exact mentality as I do now. And every th- I posted the same amount, the same type of stuff, like quotes. It seems like I've been doing this for longer than I thought. So, what 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 am I trying to say by that? I was a kid, always yearning to do something. I was like, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta do that. I gotta do that. I wanted to stay active. And the act of being active kept me alive. So the only thing, the, the biggest thing that could depress me and the biggest thing that have depressed me is not being active. Being inactive is depressing. Imagine if you took, I took you and I said, listen, you, I really don't like you. I really, really don't like you. And I took you, I put you in a room and I hid you there and I said, listen, this is where you're going to be at. And you're not leaving here anytime soon. You cannot grow. You cannot become any better. You cannot learn any more slang. You cannot learn any other languages. You cannot try to get into a different company if you feel like it. This is your position. You're going to be here in this dark room. That's called bondage. That's called being in bondage. And a lot of us, that room is our mentality. The mentality of comfort so I like discomfort I actually had to step outside myself to evaluate myself 
So we have a lot of psychological issues in our lives that are holding us back. So I've came up with a hack on how to fix my life. So instead of looking at my life in my own lens, which is very biased, I look at it from a psychologist's perspective. What do I mean by that? So when I'm trying to debunk why I act a certain way, what's the pattern of actions, or why I react to this thing that certain way, what I do is I psychologically analyze myself by using principles that I've acquired about psychology or just basic common sense. And it all roots back to the past. So the past is the slaver. That's your master right there. The past is a lot of people's masters. And what do I want to convey? The past doesn't want to let you go. It doesn't want to let you go. It wants you to stay there. That's how it stays relevant. For the past to stay relevant, you have to stay in the past. So what I recognize is all my issues in my life basically comes from either a pre-occurrence in my childhood or in denials within my current state. So if you've been denied and denied and denied a certain a certain thing, you've associated denial with that certain thing. If when you was a kid and there was these people who every time that they said this, it irked your nerves. So as soon as you hear that, you associate that person you heard with the past association we like to make associations between things and a lot of us right now we can solve our food addictions by looking at the associations that we're making and a lot of us make associations with food for comfort and why do we make association with food from comfort i'm going to break it down to you in a very 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 simple way so human beings love sugar we love sweets we love sweets love it so carbohydrates transfer into sugar right and we love carbs that's why we drink soda that's why we eat a lot of sugary snacks and that's why we like bread so much because we love carbs now why do we love carbs so much now carbs do not produce um, carbohydrates do not produce necessarily um, insulin but it's other form of it, when it becomes a sugar form it start producing insulin now you only supposed to have a certain amount of insulin running out through your body right to make you feel really good and up high now what we do is we realize well this is good this is good and all I got to do sit down and I eat I taste good food. I'm I'm using a lot of my senses now. So you're using your smell, you're using your taste, you're using your bragging rights. That's not even a sense. But you use different senses when you eat. And not only is it making you high, but it's making you feel so good. So how can you let something go that makes you feel so good? Too much of anything isn't good for you. So instead of trying to get all your little good feelings from food, let's try to get it from some other sources. Now, other sources come from relationships. Other sources come from inner drive. 
other sources come from being mentally stable that's being relaxed and not being oh my god what i gotta do stress worry worry stress aggravation anger fear stress worry anger fear all of the feelings that actually lead to disease so when we get food we can just okay let's just take a shot of the natural drug of life but we have other options to get a good feeling so how do we get that good feeling one way we get good feeling exercise number one is the number one way you could get a good feeling over your life because exercise increases blood perfusion and that's blood flow throughout your body blood flow to your skin blood flow to your organs so exercise increases blood perfusion and blood perfusion medical doctors when you go to a doctor and he says oh shit there's not enough blood going to the leg so they're gonna have to cut it off they have no blood perfusion so everything that you're probably gonna go to the doctor for can be prevented and can be treated with exercise if you catch it early on so instead of thinking of the good feeling of a temporary satisfaction why don't you think of a great feeling of a great freaking life now there's nothing better than being a superhuman being in shape what do I mean by that? I think I'm in shape so I could run miles and miles I could lift heavy stuff I could jump really high it makes me feel really good it makes me feel really good way better than chocolate cake way better than sex maybe not sex way better than every other thing feeling active feeling with energy energy is the best thing because you can't do anything without it energy is the most wonderful thing you got so you can't do anything without it so why not figure out how can you maximize the amount of energy you got throughout the day and sugar don't do that it gives you quick bursts of energy that depletes you at the end of the day and it takes away from your mental sharpness as well so let's pick the right drugs drugs ain't bad for you kids i'm just kidding but drugs ain't bad for you the natural drug ain't bad for you it's overconsumption of that drug that's horrible for you just like the drug of television is not so bad it's very relaxing to watch a good show but when you binge watch every weekend there's something wrong with you now especially if you relate if you solved your alone issue with binge watching then you have to step outside and do a psychological um a psychological evaluation now i want to get out here that the psychology the psychology of human beings should not look down upon as whoa your have mental health issues psychology is a study of the human mind and the human brain so we're looking at the physical and we're looking at the one we can't even really describe like that is the mind or the third eye in addition so if psychology is the study of those things why not study the thing that guides you so I want you to take psychological 
evaluations of yourself. And that's how you keep on going throughout your problems. So once you realize that you've been going through these stages of the same thing over and over and over and over and over, and over again, and you know you know better, there's nothing worse than to know better and not do better. And then you're like, oh my God, I, I just know how to stop doing it. I know how to stop this pattern right now. But for some reason, I just can't get myself to do it. I know how to stop this pattern right now, but for some reason, I just can't get myself to do it. That sucks. That's when you have to step outside and you have to keep doing psychological evaluations. So here's how my psychological evaluation pattern goes. It's basically this simple. I look at my current action and then I look at the catalyst which made that action occur. And then I look back in the past to see if that catalyst has been there before. Now, if this catalyst has been there in the past, then I look at the circumstances of the past which have caused this catalyst to bring upon this problem or this bad habit. And then from there on, I try to recognize that the past is the past. And I reiterate in myself, why am I doing this? And I always keep it true to self. So even though I'm lingering in the negative habits or the negative patterns that I hate so much, I know I have to keep it real with self. If you can't keep it real with yourself, no one else will keep it real with you. If you can't keep it real with yourself, then life is definitely ain't gonna keep it real with you. The single most important thing that you can do and that everyone in our generation should do and can do is keep it real with self. So now I never try to look like somebody that I'm not. I try to portray the person that I really, really want to be, even though at times my faults take me away from that person of which I should be, of which I want to be. So I have a blueprint for my life. I have a set of guidelines and principles that I live by. But just because some temporary circumstances stop me from reaching my own guidelines doesn't mean that I say, okay, I'm no longer this. No, 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 I'm still that. Just like you might say, I eat healthy, but the last couple of weeks I really haven't been eating healthy. I, I still eat healthy. I still tell everybody I eat healthy. Just that sometimes I screw up. And I'm sure you understand because you're another human being. So you have to recognize that you might not be able to live by your blueprint every 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 single time you may not be able to live the type of lifestyle you thought you should have all the freaking time maybe one day your lifestyle is going to change a little bit but change is there to innovate is there to innovate is there to put some spice in the life is there to put some flavor in your life and sometimes it stings Sometimes you get a throat problem. You're like, oh my God, it's itching on my throat. It's like somebody stuffing salad down your throat. And you're just like, oh my God, I cannot breathe. So what you got to do? Just start taking the leaves out one by one and keep it moving. Just because you have salad in your mouth doesn't mean you're salad mouth. You know, that's what I want to get to people is. Your action 
doesn't define you. Now, if I define myself by my actions, I promise you, I will not be able to come here and motivate you today. I will not be able to. I have transcended myself to live on a different plane. And that's the plane of high consciousness. And that's the plane where you operate on a high level of energy. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about how I acted at high level of energy and how that today did something really amazing for me and how I am keep on keeping on no matter what happens. And if I want you to get anything from this message or this speech or this podcast or whatever you want to call it is basically this, that you have control. You have complete control of all of this stuff. And you don't need me to say it. You don't need to hear it from anybody. You already know it. The purpose of this is self-affirmation. It's there to affirm you more than it's there to educate you. It's there to inspire you more than to judge you. In fact, this is not even here for judging. If I would judge myself, I would really have some good stuff to come up with. But I don't judge myself anymore. I evaluate myself. Don't live in a life of judging. Don't feel down all the time because you've not been doing what you said you were going to do. Don't let that stop you. Please don't let that stop you. Because the one thing that will freeze you in your tracks is guilt. The one thing that would freeze you before you get to the track is fear. And the one thing that will kill you the one thing that will kill you is overthinking about negative things so all of these feelings all of these emotions are not really just emotions they actually become disease if not done anything about them anxiety fear anxiety fear worry anxiety fear worry anxiety fear worry all are components that lead to heart disease that leads to depression that leads to so many different things that we can definitely um, interfere and stop so we must begin to recognize that we are in control we are in control we are in control so today i step into my life and i said no more we switched the patterns this morning so the past couple of weeks Two weeks, I have not been able to keep my 4.30 a.m. routine solidified. Basically because I didn't make the, the determination to make it happen. So this morning, I went back to my automatic settings. How did I do that? I basically just said, tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 4.30 a.m. Because that's how what I used to do anyway, so that's what I'm going to do. And that's what happened. I went to sleep at 1, 1 a.m. And I was tossing and turning the whole night. I couldn't even sleep. I woke up at 4 but right around 10 o'clock, I was dead tired. I had to go home and go take a nap. So once you make a determined effort to do something and you don't think twice about it and you just do it, you just do it and stop complaining and just do it and stop saying, well, she didn't come through and just do it and stop saying, well, this makes me tired and just do it. And stop complaining, well, the system got me all screwed up. And just do it. If you just do it, 
then you have no nothing to worry about. You have nothing to worry about, but all you got to do is just do it. Just do it. How hard can that be to just make a determined effort to do something whether or not you want to or not? It is hard. It is damn hard. I was really, I was really, that was a trick question. It is difficult to do what you don't want to do. But it's more difficult to experience what you don't want to experience. If you do not do what you don't want to do, but that's good for you, you're going to experience what you don't want to experience. So now it's, it's this. If you don't take the A step of putting in the work, of putting in the effort, then you're going to get out something you don't want. And when it gets there, it's definitely not going to be as pleasurable. It's not going to be more pleasurable than not wanting to do it. So a lot of us, we're, we're really thinking about this in, this in a very short-term way. We're like, well, I'll just keep on eating these burgers and fries and hot chips. I don't eat broccoli. So people proudly claim that they don't eat vegetables. I'm like, that's not something you should be proud of. I'm not telling you to become a vegetarian or a vegan. I'm not even telling you to stop eating what you're eating right now. Although I probably think you should. I'm just saying, put some greens in that plate. Throw some broccoli in that plate. Throw some cauliflower in that plate. Throw some Brussels sprouts in that plate. Eat some avocados. Have yourself some quinoa. Make yourself a better spread. How about nut meat pate? That only uses basil leaves and different, and you could use, um, I forgot, seeds. We have pumpkin seeds, three form of basil leaves, and you put all that together with the oil and some spices, and you throw that in the post, and you post it all up. And you got yourself some nut meat pate. Now, I'm definitely going to recommend that y'all go ahead and look for a nut meat pate recipe online. Now, I know Dr. Love has the best nut meat pate recipe. And if you want that, holla at me. I'll send it to you. But what I'm trying to say is there are alternatives towards what we want and don't want. There are alternatives to everything. But there is no alternative to when life gives you something. Because when life give it to you, you got to take it. So let's put out the right energy so that maybe life gives you back the right thing back. Because life is a very funny person. Life is hilarious to me. I laugh at laugh sometimes. But I love life. I laugh at him all the time. You know why? Because he's hilarious. There are some things that happen to me and I'm just like, oh my god, that is hilarious. I'm like, life, you're really funny. <laughs> you're really hilarious. Have you ever noticed that you go through the same pattern every year? Have you ever realized that you've lost 30 pounds in the same months and gained it back in the same months over and over? I'm sure you have. I've not lost or gained any 30 pounds because I've been sexy my whole life. <laughs> I'm just joking. But 
I've had my struggles. And I realized, holy crap, the same pattern just happened again. And then I'm just like, oh, snap. That is very, very crazy. So in the beginning of this year, my life was the same representation of last year. In the beginning of last year. I'm telling you right now, the same things happened to me over and over. I was like, holy crap. This is Inception. Or I had a deja vu. <laughs> so I, so basically, this is what happened at the beginning of this year. I got kicked out of school in the same time. I lost my financial aid in the same time. Then I lost my housing in the same time. And then I relose all my clients at the same time. The same freaking month. And then now, today, which I'm about to tell you the story, I got a job at a gym, a part-time job. Well, I didn't get a job yet. I got a job opportunity. At the same time. So here's why life is so freaking funny. Life is trying to say to you that unless you change, the next year is going to be like the last year. And we're going to keep playing this song over and over until you learn your lesson. You remember when you was a kid and you showed up home? How did you remember things? Repetition, 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 whip. Repetition, 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 whip. If you're black, whip. <laughs> so you have to repeat things in order to get it. You have to repeat things another to in order to learn the lesson. And if you so had an instructor that really didn't really care about your success in school, they will let you stop repeating things. And they'll be like, uh, you know what? Let's just stop you from this whole thing because you don't really deserve this anyway. You ain't gonna pass. You ain't gonna pass anyways. You are such, you so freaking dumb. You ain't even gonna pass, so we ain't even gonna worry about it. You know what? We are not even going to worry about it. You don't have to study anymore. You can quit. Go ahead. Give up right now. So if life treats you that way, then know something is wrong. And you don't want to live that life. But when life treats you with the hard, when, 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 when it scolds you, when life scolds you, it means that life loves you. You know, life wants the best for you, like your parents. Maybe all of them didn't want the best for you, but some of them did. Some of them actually cared about you. And some of them are just, just repeating their old patterns. But that's not the point. The point is, life scolds the persons that he wants to create greatness out of us. That he wants to create greatness out of. So, if you just so want to be this amazing person like I want to be so freaking amazing. And I already am. I want to be more amazing. You have to... In fact, I'm going to stop saying you have to. I got to stop saying that line. If you want to be an amazing person, it's necessary to recognize that you're getting scolded to have thick skin. We want thick skin, but we want to rub baby oil on it all the time. We just want to be touched. We want to be massaged. How do you have tough skin when you've been treated like a baby your whole life? You gotta get down and dirty. You gotta get down and dirty to get thick skin. 
if you want to get thick skin, if you want to get thick, all my black women, if you want to get thick physically and mentally, you have to do this. You have to get scolded. So don't go to the gym for a big booty and don't expect to burn those legs. You got to burn those legs. Same thing with life. If you want a big life, you got to have a lot of pain. But how do you make the effort and when do you recognize that you have to now step outside the pain and into your pleasure? So that's the transition I'm in. I realized, dang, I've been hanging out with life for a while now, about 23 freaking years right about now. And life was just like, uh, I see you like pain, don't you? I see you keep doing the same things over and over, aren't you? So we're just gonna keep giving it to you because that's what you want, right? And you're trying to get really thick skin. You're trying to get lizard skin out here. So if you want lizard skin, you gotta go through jungles. Now if you want thick skin, you just gotta go through some mud. You probably gotta get some paddles. That's okay. If you want soft skin, just stick with your baby oil and stick with your single room. But if you want really thick skin and lizard skin, to go through really crazy stuff in the future because with great power comes great responsibility right new levels come new devils how do you how do you handle that you have to build thick 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 skin you gotta build thick skin and how does that happen you gotta get hit punched right in the face every day blah blah and you gotta keep moving like yeah I know you're punching me. I don't feel it no more. And you keep moving. So if every time you get punched, you're like, oh my God, I got punched. Then you look like a soft. You look really soft. You look really soft. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You get punched. What you do is you're like, did you just punch me? <sighs> did you punch back? <laughs> That's what you do. You got to punch back. You got to punch back. This is not turn the other cheek now life is not you don't turn the other cheek in life you can turn the other cheek to your neighbor that's fine but life is a different beast life is a different beast and with this beast you do not you do not turn the other cheek you turn the other fist and you punch back you turn the other fist and you knock them out and what you do is you get ready for the next punches and you keep moving you keep grooving and you keep working towards your dreams towards your goals towards what it is that you're trying to get to so a year ago in fact i don't even remember when this was but i remember waking up every morning from from my front seat of my car and I have to date back to this because as I continue on to go through my life and my mission and pursue my mission in life I want to promote health in all areas like mental health physical health financial health by having by achieving those things myself so because I've experienced a lot of things that I shouldn't really have to go through that I kind of chose to do to begin with I've learned how to be compassionate 
I've learned how to care. So just because you become a rock, but nothing really breaks you, doesn't mean that you lose the sponge within your heart. Your heart always has to be a sponge. It has to soak in all the great things that that are there to soak in. It has to soak in first the beauty within self, then it has to soak in the beauty within the world, and it has to soak in the beauty of everyone else. And once you soak in all of this beautifulness, you have to give it back and radiate that towards the universe with your own beauty, either through your words, through your writing, through your gift, through your business, through your relationship. You let that greatness radiate out through you. So I realized that I was going through my little process of life and I'm thinking, whoa, God, why does this thing keep happening? It's, it's like a movie and you feel like you've been on an uphill and then go downhill, uphill, downhill, uphill, downhill. But you just you just sitting down waiting for the climax the whole time. And you're thinking to yourself, where the climax at? Where the climax at? What's a movie without a climax? Okay, the good guy dies. The end. And sometimes that's how life is. We just die. And our story ends. But our life keep going. And that's sad. That's really sad. So I decided not to settle. Because this makes me really happy. I love doing this stuff. And every day. I'm trying to fill a gap. Not between not between where I'm at and like who I want to be but what I claim to be and who I am I'm always trying to narrow down this gap because I know that the moment that I close this gap I become so powerful knowledge is not life changing knowledge is a tool that can be life changing if you so use it wisely Knowledge is only life-changing when it's applied. That's when it's powerful. Unless you apply it, it don't matter. Unless you recognize that you have to apply the habits that you've learned. Unless you have, unless you realize you have to apply the skill sets that you learned. Unless you realize you have to actually apply these life lessons that you learned. It don't matter. It ain't even knowledge. It's just, it's just words. It's just, it's just a bunch of different streams of facts all up, jumbled up with no use whatsoever. So you have to be the superhuman computer that takes all of these facts, all these experiences and all these little problems, and you put them all together in a bundle of knowledge. And now you use this knowledge to go about your daily life. Use this knowledge to go about your daily life. And it's beautiful to have knowledge, but it's more amazing to make that knowledge into good use. So as you listen to this, as you listen to this, you listen and realize, what the hell is this dude talking about here? Like, who are you, kid? I would say this. 
I'm not a guru. I'm not an expert. I'm just a guy in the process. And what the process has taught me is that the process is what makes you the guru and the expert. And that at the end of the go, at the end of the road, it ain't about how great you become anymore. So I always thought about legacy. I always thought about doing something great or leaving something for the world. But I realized that if I really, really want to leave something for the world, I have to be so freaking humble that it doesn't even matter about accolades. Humility has to be so great that it's not even about you anymore. And I realized that having big visions make you hide from the small steps that you need to get to these big visions. So the problem with visionaries like me, the problem with us, you and I, right? And I'm going to assume that you are a visionary because you're a freaking human being. The problem with you and I is that we're like, oh my goodness, I want to do so big things. I want to do so many great freaking things. And you're just looking at such a big portrait, but the little strains of paint, the little strains of paint you forget to do. You're like, I am going to change the world. I am going to do the best thing ever. I'm going to be the best at this thing here. But you're like, not even putting attention towards your own health. You're not even calling your mother every day. You're not even going to see them. How do you change the world if you can't change yourself? How do you impact the world if you can't impact the person who sits next to you every day in class? So you have to start to recognize that if you want a degree here at the college or the university, I may not be the first person to tell you how to do it. Because <laughs> I've been struggling to get this degree. But I can tell you this. If you want a great degree in life, if you want to reach a certain level of heat, that's so hot that everyone want to come look at you. And every cold planet, every cold soul, every cold institution, every cold business wants to get some light from you. All you have to do is let it radiate towards the planet right next to you. And that planet will reflect. The moon, that moon will reflect. And it will bright. It will shine another planet. It will shine another soul. It will have to eat to another life. But if you ignore the planet, analogy for human being, if you ignore the human being right next to you, how in the world are you going to radiate the whole freaking universe? The sun doesn't radiate the earth at night. It radiates the sun, uh, the moon, and the moon gives us some light. I want you to be the sun. Everywhere you go, you're the freaking sun. You walk around like, I am the sun, right? I mean, I have my full sun suit on, but I'm the freaking sun. And then I want you to light and shine on the moons. And then those moons are going to go shine on Earth. And the Earth is going to shine on all the inhabitants of such Earth. And look at that. And look at you go. You big red thing. You big hot thing. Radiating and heating up life. 
and not just existing, but empowering and helping the planet become a better planet. That's the greatest thing you can do in this life. For they don't talk about great men who made a million dollars and lived in a fancy mansion and left life and didn't do nothing. They talk about great men who came here and they did something outside themselves. So the problem with everybody, most people, is that everyone is selfish. And a certain level of selfishness is great. But when you become a little bit selfless, when you start to really think less about you and more about other people, you're so you you be you feel really good. You gonna feel real good, like really really good. And that's how you push through your problems, feeling really freaking good with the right good with the right good catalyst, right? And nothing makes you feel better than feeling important. Nothing makes you feel better than feeling important. Like, it's so awesome to feel important. And it's not even an ego thing. It's just a human being thing. If you feel like your life don't matter, then it won't matter. Nothing will matter. Losing weight won't matter. Treating your body right won't matter. And passing school won't matter. Waking up won't even matter. And definitely the person next to you ain't gonna matter. And we're all matter. So we have to matter if we're all matter. And we're all interconnected as matter, as energy, as part of this whole realm, this whole web. We have, we call, there's something called the World Wide Web. And you know it as the internet. But the World Wide Web is in your heart. It's in your soul. It's in your existence. And every time that you web up, every time that you shine somebody else, every time that you do something good, you're bringing the web all closer together. And that's the beauty of the World Wide Web. It's not that it's so great and it has all this information. It's because it connects us. So we have an internet that connects us and we have the universe that connects us from birth. So we have two things to connect with. So why not use those two things to freaking connect? And then when we connect, why not be good? I'm living in a generation that's happy because they're doing better than somebody else. I live in a generation that finds complete happiness. That's a hobby, that's their hobby. Their hobby is to be petty. I live in a generation that wants to flaunt every day and say, look at me, look at me, I got Gucci, I got Prada, I got Gucci Prada, Gucci Prada, Gucci, 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 Gucci gang. So we live in that generation and I have to step out and say, this is not me. So I don't want to convince you of how rich or how great I am with all these physical things I don't even buy clothes anymore you know that I don't buy clothes I've had the same clothes for the last couple months or years I don't remember last time I went to buy clothes I don't even remember because I really don't care in fact I wear my own clothes and that's the beauty of it and that's how I know I'm on the road to success but that was not the point the point I was trying to make here 
is that we have a lot of people want to flaunt. I don't want to flaunt. I want to share what's in my heart. And that's the best thing you could share with the world is what's in here. And everything else will come. Now, even though you're out there, you're working on your dream, and you're you're going out there, and you're portraying what you want to portray, and you're telling everyone your life mission, and you're making the videos, and you're going out, and you're doing what you need to do to get what you want to get. That does not mean that people are going to look at you and be like, well, that's a nice guy. People are going to hate you then. Do I know why? I have no clue. It, it's Sometimes I feel it. Sometimes I get jealous. But every time I get jealous, I'm like, okay, Ed, step out. Remember, what's your mission, right? Your mission is to want people to do great stuff. How the hell are you going to be jealous? Hey, so I can't be jealous anymore. So I have to step outside human nature and program myself every time. But we don't want to program ourselves. We just want to hate. And we have to realize that everyone that looks like they're living a great life may not be living a great life. That the indication of a great life is not how well you're doing financially. The indication of a great life is how well and how peaceful your insides are at night when you go to sleep. Is that feeling of, I feel like my life actually matters that is really awesome it's really amazing it's really stunning it's really stunning how the best of times could be the worst of times it's funny how the best of times could be the worst of times at the moment where you feel like you have the best state of life you feel like you have the worst state of life and that's called pulling from opposite directions and when you pull from opposite directions you elongate if you take a uh, plastic and you pull it apart if you take clay and you pull it apart it gets longer until it reaches its long you know its longest point and then it breaks that's the analogy for life hit the two spectrums hit the large highs and the lows hit all the different areas Hit life back when it hits you. Don't turn the other cheek. Hit. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. You gotta keep on hitting it. And all you gotta do is keep hitting it. And one day, you're gonna knock life out. And you're gonna knock into your life exactly what you've been trying to get. And when you get to the end of the tunnel, you'll be like, oh my god, this tunnel is just getting started over here. And you realize that the process was everything. And that the process was your life. So as I close this episode of the Ed Talk Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and I had a lot of fun being here today, you know, I want to say to you that you have to be in a rut no more. That the universe is going to send your way exactly what you want and exactly what you need at the exact moment that you need it. And I am a true, true I have a testimonial for you today. And like I say, I operate on truth. So I moved into a new place. I have my own freaking room. Now I gotta clap that up. So because I had a new fiction, and because I just felt like I probably would never be able to get a place, I never went out and got a place. I didn't have to this year. I had a place come to me. 
no down payment, no first and last, right there. And then from that day, I said, if I'm going to have a place to stay, I need to make sure I have flowing income. So I said, I'm going to have flowing income. I'm going to get back. Really, I'm going to try to do whatever I need to do to do what I get it. I, I, I got to get it. I got to get it. And I tried. Things happen. Things turn. Business is a roller coaster. Don't know what you're going to get. And this morning, um, I didn't have any money to get gas, which is kind of sad. Made me feel really bad. And I went to the gas station. I was like, we're going to go get gas today. And I went there, and there was a guy next to me in the pump right next to me. And I was like, uh, I'm really, really embarrassed about this. I'm really embarrassed. But can you spare me a couple of dollars so I could put some gas in my car? So that was so, and he did. And guess who I just met? I met a prominent business owner in that in Boca Raton. And he was like, you know, come to my business. I'll give you a job. Mind you, I didn't want a job. But I realized this wasn't me acting right now. This was the universe. And the guy told me later on, after he didn't only invite me to his business, he recommended me to another gym. And he was like, here, fill out this application. We're going to hook you up. He was like, I didn't need gas this morning. This little dude was riding a scooter. He said, I didn't need gas this morning. I don't know why I came here. I didn't even know why I went to the gas station. I intended to walk to school today. But I went there. And I linked up with a guy who's not only a prominent business owner and probably soon to be one of my mentors, but he's just a guy who wanted to do good and help me out. And he didn't just help me out oh, with gas. He helped me out with fuel to get out of this rut. Because now I have another opportunity to make my dreams come true. So I've been letting my psychological pathway stop me from getting a job because I'm so disappointed. I don't want a fucking. I don't want a job. Like I just want to run my business, and I'm gonna run it whether I have clients or don't have clients. So when I got myself a job, I was like, I mean, when I got a job opportunity, I, I realized that this was out of my control. This was the universe giving me what I probably should do at the time, and I just took it. And I took the opportunity, and now I wait. With that being said, there is no reason why you should worry about yourself. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Life will provide, God will provide, the Lord will provide. And I want you to remember that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want. But until you believe that, until you believe of your unlimited capability to achieve greatness, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you got to offer. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to the Ed Talk Podcast. And if you want to tune in to this, it's every Monday, 3 p.m. FAU, our radio dot com and to 
reach and look for past episodes, simply visit edwagil.com or go to the iTunes store and type in Ed Talk Audio Collection. And there you see a collection of all my different audio from my vlogs to my show to my podcast to daily motivational stuff. You get it all. So, thanks. Remember, you're a beast. Be a beast. Beast mode. Thank you.